RPG lessons learned. When the game is over, when your players are gone, that's when lessons are learned. We are at RPG LL Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, RPGLLPodcast at gmail.com, and check us out online at RPGLessonsLearned.com. This is RPG Lessons Learned. I am Brian, and with me we have, of course, Dusty, who's going to tell us about today's session of Vampire the Masquerade. So today, Brian, the heroes, Eduardo and Zepp, finally meet their sire face-to-face, or, or I should say meet again since, after all, he did turn them. Uh, but after finding out who he is, they finally get to have a conversation with their sire. So let's listen in on that. So last session, mm. you guys were under the uh, basically the B of A building back when it was called something else. Yep. Dealing with the enclave mm-hmm. that Aaron, Prince of the City, had called. During the enclave, you were recognized as having extraordinarily potent blood mm-hmm. and mistaken for Methuselahs or antediluvians. I think the way I'm saying it, it sounds like you're against diluvians. Right, exactly. And I mean it to say that you're before the flood. You're before the deluge. Antediluvian. Antediluvian? Anti-diluvian. Antediluvian. I wouldn't say anti. I would say anti. Anti? Yeah. Antediluvian? Yeah. Anyway, super powerful old vampires of an extremely low generation, very, very close to Cain. Also, you found uh, a copy of the Book of Nod. Yep. With a with a, a drawn hand drawn illustration of Cain, and you recognize Cain as your sire. Yep. Uh, and then the enclave ended, and you fought and killed the Gangrel, Rufus, and several of his ancillary lackeys. Self defense. Self defense. And Prince Aaron sort of he he knew what was going to happen when he yeah. left. Prince Aaron was like, "Okay, you do you." All right, so. That was probably also a test from Prince Aaron to see if we are actually good. Yeah, and full stop, you have now defeated a primogen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And several full vampire members of the Gangrel clan. So you've proven yourselves as a force to be reckoned with, for sure. A couple days pass. I would like for you gentlemen to describe those couple of days for me. And why don't we start with you, Zeb. Well, now that I know who my, uh, you know, Turner is, the person who made me this way, now I'm a little freaked out, right? So I'm probably drinking heavily and trying to black out again so I can remember. Same state memory? Yeah, exactly. It's been a few days, right? So I probably started out at Haven, got up the courage to go to the bar with where I came Turner's. That's interesting. Um, we're going to pause in that bar and then come back to that because you're going to encounter someone in that bar. But why don't we go back to you, Eduardo? Okay. We'll say trying to find some text or information about Cain uh, to see if there's anything more I need to know. Oh, you do some research. Sure. Yeah. So what kind of research are you trying to do? Um, are we welcome back the, to the BOA building? To the what? The... Where we were, though. Where I feel obligated to point out that you defeated the head of the uh, Malkavian clan's ability to uh, see your diablerie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Asherah. Mm-hmm. However, you have diablerized okay. several new people since then. I assume you forgot that part. You also get the sense that the, the taint of diablery disappear from your aura more rapidly than it does for normal vampires. Oh. Like, you absorb other vampires' essences more quickly and efficiently. Yeah. What year is this again? 95. I'm on America Online. God. Looking up... Uh, should we do some internet research about Kane? Yeah. Go ahead and make me a mental roll. And do. Two. Uh, three. Three successes. Mm-hmm. Actually, you find a bunch of stuff, right? When you start searching about Kane, you, you go down this one rabbit hole where you think, oh, crap, this guy's in the know. Mm. And you find this website, a guy named Daniel Quinn okay. wrote a series of books about a character named Ishmael, and he proposes some alternate historical readings for the Cain and Abel parable. And you go down that rabbit hole for a while. But you ultimately do, with a success of three, you determine after several dedicated hours on on his website, and maybe even checking out some of his, some of his book um, from the library, that it's, it's, it's BS. It's, it's parable, it's, it's you know, cool, great, great book, environmentalist, awesome, but nothing to do with with the real Cain. You also find a site that seems to speak to, about, about Cain as a progenitor. doesn't say vampires, but it talks about things like the Brotherhood, and it talks about, you know, biblical cities, and it talks about Cain as a wanderer, cursed to wander the earth forever. And you also find some varied references to Longinus, who's also cursed to wander the earth. Longinus is the Roman spearman that pierced the side of Christ with the spear, the spear of destiny. This is all a bunch of biblical stuff. But the name that you uncover that was new to you is the name of a scholar, Thomas Beckett. Mm. And, and he's the one that seems to be collating all this information about Cain. Thomas Beckett's an interesting lead that you might want to jot down. So, Zep, you went back to the bar that you were in as a human. Yep. When you met Cain, yep. you don't run into Cain there, yeah. but you're going to run into someone from your human past that hasn't seen you for months, Uh-oh. and that is extremely excited and relieved to see you. Mom, you Mom. hear someone from across the room go, "Zap!" and this person's coming towards you, and I want you to tell me who this person is. Probably like an old co-worker. And it's like, we haven't seen you at work in ages. Yeah, so immediately he's like, we had to let you go. No call, no show. Yep. But how the hell are you? We were worried sick. Uh, well, you know, I mean, I've just been, uh, you know, just getting back into the swing of things. I've been down for a few months. As you can see, I'm really flushed. It's just been, you know. And you look pale, but you look like you're in amazing shape. Have you lost weight? Yeah, you know, I mean, it, you do what you have to do whenever you're sick. But I'm sorry I never called and told you guys what was going on. But feeling a little better now. That's why I'm here. I was actually looking for a buddy of mine. He's about, uh, I would say, about six four. And oh, describe Kane. Describe Kane. Keep going. Six four is fine. Six four. <laughs> six four. Uh, bearded, long hair, but not in a way that's like you know disheveled. Nice guy, just, you know, I've been looking for him because I think that uh, he may have come down with the same thing that 
Have you seen anybody like that? No long hair around here. This is not a biker bar, by the way. This is this yeah. is a. With you and describing your job, and now that it's a coworker, yeah. in my mind, this place is now transformed into like a mid '90s yuppie sort of high end bar. Yeah. Like almost no one's having a beer. Right. They're all doing cocktails. So that's the kind of place to hear it. Here's the deal. He is about to call over. He's like, oh, Peter's here. He'd love to see you. And he's about to call over a bunch of coworkers. Shit. And uh, you know from the traditions that you've been taught by Jack that this is bad. So how are you going to extricate yourself from the situation? I'm going to use Obfuscate, uh, Banish from Mind's Eye, which is a mental DC4. And, yeah, I'm just going to try to do that and, you know, hopefully have him even forget that I exist. So before you do that, you are for sure down one blood from waking up. Uh, yeah, always down one from waking up. And you've sort of been on this hard-drinking, exploring bender. Have you been keeping up with your blood? Oh, yeah, always. Uh, the only problem is that I can't go after uh, the homeless or animals since I have rarefied tastes. So it's been a little difficult to come across Okay, so I'll tell you what, you're going to make me, I want you to roll 3d6, and we'll take the highest, and that's how many blood points you have right at this moment. Six. Okay, <laughs> you have six blood points right now. Okay. Alright, that means I'm down four. And you're going to mark another one off to use this ability, right? Yes, you have to use one in order to do a discipline, right? Well, one for a basic, two for a... Advanced? Well, this is an advanced. So, I am now hungry. So, you're using escape. Yep. Yeah, Vanish from Mind's Eye, you're using two. Yep. I mean, I could use Cloak of Shadows, but I don't think that it's worth doing that. I'd rather just completely vanish from it from his mind, and that way he calls, my goal is he calls Peter over, and he forgets why he was calling Peter over. He forgets me altogether. Got it. So DC4, mental, one, two, three, four. Oh, easily. Yep. You distract him, he looks away, you slip away, he turns around, yep. he looks confused, and when Peter comes over, he's like, uh, uh, uh sorry Peter, what did you want to drink? And you sort of, you hear that with your heightened senses as, you, as you're making your way yeah. out of the crowd. Now, of course, I'm hungry, so I'm going to go on hunt. So you're going to locate a victim. Yep. So that's a mental role. Uh, yeah, I got a, I can either do nightlife, clubs, bars, etc., or actually, considering it's a yuppie, yuppie place, it'll probably be... You could probably, you try to try to grab someone on the way out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'll try to do. That's it. So nightlife, you know, people are out already drinking, inebriated, etc. That's a mental roll with a DC of only two. Yep. One, two, three, uh, four. Oh, easily. Yep. Easily, you you, you get grab uh, somebody. Describe them. Um, What's your type? Uh, when drinking blood. Yeah. I like the the biggers whenever the bigger people whenever we're uh, drinking blood because there's more blood. Right. Bigger, taller. Exactly. Right. So not someone as small and frail that you feel like you might right. put into danger. Yep. Okay. And and I'm uh, it's kind of an Amazonian woman at the front who's probably broken off from a group of her friends or something like that. Go 
grab her. Oh, for sure. She played softball in college. Right. Muscular. Exactly. Great shape. You start chatting her up. With with, with that role, you succeeded. Yep. You uh, take her to the alley across the street. The alley? I don't know. The alley? I know. But I don't want to take her with me where I'm going. Right? No, that's true. I was thinking like, like a quiet corner. Like, feeding's not super obvious. It looks like necking. Oh, that's true. Okay, well, but I still want to get out of there. So maybe I go... I want to get out of there away from Peter and other guy, right? So, yeah, we'll... Across the street, there's like a little pizzeria, and in front of the pizzeria, there's a there's a window with uh, the pricing and signage and all that stuff, and I just take her across there, and I'm like, hey, would you like a slice? She's like... Uh, sure, and then I'm I just you know go you in do your and thing. Got do it. the thing and in front of the pizza joint and then I uh, how much do you think? How much blood does a normal human have? I so predict. humans have ten. Humans have ten. They've got to be hospitalized at five. Yeah, I'm gonna only take three. Three? Yeah, because I only okay. need three, and then I'll try to find somebody else later. I just need to get out of this She's place. She's gonna be feeling pretty woozy. Yeah, standing up. Against the window of the pizza bar or pizza joint, just probably swaying back and forth after I'm done, right? All right, fair enough. Zepp is no longer hungry. Remind me of you guys' living situation. Are you still living together? Have you moved? We haven't been living in some time. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still residing together? Because you uh, were roommates, sure. right? Yeah, yeah, we or were. Were you? Maybe or we, we weren't. Sure, that sounds good. I think we were. Are you now? You've certainly had to move. Yes. Since starting the masquerade. I don't see why not. Creatures yeah. have it. Yeah. Plus, we don't want anybody from our old lives finding us. Right. That's showing up or anything like that. Terribly convenient for me. Because. Did I say together I've been moved uh, sort of hard? <laughs> Here's where the real proper adventure starts. Oh, boy. Mm. Before dawn, you go to sleep. You hear noises coming from your kitchen in the fairly early morning hours. Post-sunrise. Actual morning, right? Probably 7 a.m. And you guys are in your respective bedrooms. I assume they're separate. Yeah. Blackout curtains. Blackout curtains, of course. All over the apartment. Um, But you hear someone rummaging through the kitchen. Mm, Not liking this. Uh, Do you have Auspex? Top right. If you guys are in different bedrooms, how are you asking them that? No, I'm just checking. We both have Auspex. I'm checking it out. <laughs> who would who would fi- who would hear it first? Because Auspex is heightened heightened uh, senses. I do. Uh, only if you activate it. Ah, Auspex okay. is only heightened senses. Got it, got it's got active. It. It's true. So in that case, um, I perceive their aura through the bullet walls. Yes. I open the door to run out because at this point I feel as though nobody can really stop me. You destroy the furniture. Like, come on. You open the door to run out of what, your bedroom? The bedroom to see what's going on in the kitchen. Oh, okay. Um, it's Kane. Oh, cool. Kane is... Big Daddy Kane? Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. Kane stands up. He gives you... He's very laconic. You remember that from when you spoke with him before. Um, but very expressive at the same time with his face, etc. Mm-hmm. So he kind of looks at you, sort of nods hello, raises one eyebrow... And, and gestures with his head at your fridge as if to say, so you got going on? Yeah, we don't bring anybody home. Whatever the nicest beer you have, he cracks open one of those. Holding the beer by the bottle, 
one thumb straight into the trash. Nice. The, the lid. Yeah. Oh, he's Fonzie. He, he just... Hey. He's mastered all of his skills through the years. And he is unimaginably old. He does time. not have a care in the world. No, he doesn't. He, he really moves very easily. Eduardo. Yo. You, you heard all this, too. Have you come out? Yeah. All right. What do you guys have to say to Kane, who is now casually leaned up against your fridge drinking a beer? What can we do for you? Yeah. I'm just agape. Mouth agape. This is Kane. I mean, I've been looking for him for the past couple of days. You've adjusted well? Yeah. Don't really know how, but yeah. In the past few months, you've adjusted pretty well, considering how many dead, undead lives that we've taken. That's just us doing what we're supposed to do. He, he looks at you and you say that. And he said, tell me more about that. Apparently, everyone's worried we're going to ruin everything. Blood wars or something. I does not paying attention. That's surprisingly prescient of them. Huh. Says. Anything you want to ask me now that you've lived this unlife? I, I have an idea, and I imagine that it's due to us being brothers, but why us? I haven't passed on my gifts or curses in 10,000 years. I killed my first children and their children. I let my children's children's children live and play their games. But the world is changing. And one way or another, these foolish games will end soon. Why you in particular? Yeah. Were we the hottest at the bar that night? You know the answer to that question. I don't know if you're ready for the answer. I don't know if you'll appreciate the answer. Chummy. It'll hurt your pride. Are you sure? You're making a lot of assumptions right now. <laughs> you were the most average. Okay. You weren't the best. That's fair. You weren't the worst. You were the most average. When I walk this earth, look at this life two of you, average morality, average looks, average behavior, average contributions to society. You're average. You are the most representative humans that I could easily find. Does that make us extraordinary in our own average way? <laughs> we could play word games. That's very Camarilla of you. Well, I wouldn't call us Camarilla at this point. We've kind of broken every tradition that we've come across this far. Don't worry, young one. Those traditions are meaningless words. Well, based on the fact that you've not turned anybody in 10,000 years, it seems like it's just a giant game of telephone at this point. Turn. Changed. Masquerade. Camarilla. Spot. Words. Nothing but words. What do you want us to do? What you feel is right. The game will end soon because there are too many humans. There are too many vampires. Humans are the most dangerous they ever have been. This is not sustainable. This will shake itself apart. And either the humans will destroy the vampires or the vampires will rule the humans. I don't know how it will go. 
I don't know which is worthy of destruction. I've lost perspective. I'm old beyond old. I am apathetic beyond apathetic. So I wanted the most average people I could find to choose. Lived as humans. You've lived as vampires. Who lives? Who dies? What's next? The Camarilla are so set in their ways and married to self-preservation. They would choose themselves. Humans are so married to their new god science that they would be bound and determined to study us, to unmake what we are and remake it again in some even more ghastly way. But you, you know enough about both sides to choose. What does the end of the vampire race look like? What does the next chapter look like? What does the end of the human race look like? I've gifted you with my blood. Blood I've not gifted in many, many years. What will you do with it? What's your choice, I wonder? I'm going to need a few more beers. Yeah. Uh, Don't decide this time. No. I'll come back tomorrow. You think of more questions, ask them. I'm in no hurry. I have nothing but time. We'll talk tomorrow. He goes to leave. Well, my pride's not hurt, but my self-esteem is. Just a little bit. But honestly, it makes complete sense. I mean, given the fact, and I'm smart enough to know this with a mental of five, that I lack social ability. I would imagine that I am quite average. I think I've already made my decision. But of course, my decision is just half of the decision that we as brothers make, right? But well, what's your decision? Yeah, so it seems as though vampires are terribly reliant upon humans, whether it's their familiars or their, you know, their, ghouls, and their ghouls and things like that. So because they're terribly reliant, that makes them weak. Even though they're stronger physically and you know, the, the supernatural abilities and everything like that, they're inherently weak because of their dependence upon another, right? So, like, if we have the vampires rule the humans, then you're literally making the ruling class a weak, mindless, droning, traditional class of vampires that really just have no need to be in control. So then does that beg the question of, do we take control of them and then you have like a pyramid where it's us above them above the humans but then why would we have a need for them if it's us above them above the humans we could just be above the humans the humans meanwhile have created so much of the past thousands of years that i don't know where the of course in the past few months I, I, there's no way i could have known what the vampires could have done to help the humans get to where they are, or are the vampires hindering them? My vote in this two-handed vote is let the humans survive. We have no use for these vampires. I wonder if we would reset it all, if they'd take the same path again. Hmm. Which is what we're doing, right? Essentially. No, no, no. Reset it all. Oh. Everyone goes to two. Ooh. We leave the two human. The partial observers see what happens.
Or if I can die, that might be fun. I'm always down to fight Kane. And see, but at the same time, do you see what he did with that beer cap? That was pretty cool. I think we could stomp a while and learn how to do that. I would imagine we can. Okay. I started I start practicing. I was just like, well, I'm back on my strength. <laughs> yeah. just trying to pop the clicking of hands. You, know, yep. you find that the cap, because of your strength, is really easy to get off. Mm -hmm. But popping the cap off with your thumb is an upward motion and giving the cap enough kinetic energy to go forward into the trash can. Mm -hmm. That's his real trick. Well, I'd assume you give it a slight shake to get the combination little carry there. Of course, you need to get new very so often. Or he uses to telekinesis. Make me a physical roll. Okay, screw it. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, well, I only got four, too. I'm going to do some blood for this. Screw it. <laughs> screw it. Uh, yeah, okay. I popped the crap out of that cat. You have you have mastered the skill that he showed you. I bounced it. I'm, I'm ricocheting off the dang walls. That's worth every. You are a weapon. Hell yeah. What is it? That's odd a, job. That's a, that's a new skill caps. that you've gained. Hell yeah. It's literally odd job, but with beer caps. <laughs> I wouldn't let them do damage. Oh, why not, man? He's that, he's that powerful. But I'll give you this: anyone who sees you do that, mm -hmm. you get a plus one social. So your vote is to restart? Kind of the Shiva Vishnu thing? Mm. I like your thing better. Take the vampires out, see the true potential of humanity. If we don't like it, we'll do my thing. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Let's do that. I like that. That's a good idea. You need to ask Kane anything else clarifying, or are you good and you're just ready to tell him? I think we need to have a conversation with him, but we know where we're going. Right? So, like... We, he can help us drive and get there, but we pretty much know where we're headed right now. I mean, also the way that Cain put his displeasure about his uh, his uh, progeny is pretty evident that he just does not care for the current vampires. The current Wait, where was his progeny too, though? Well, his his children's children's children. Oh. All right. The next morning, true morning. Is back. Nice. This time he knocks. Oh, sorry. oh that's very nice. Yep. Yeah, it's very concerned. Did he come in a more reasonable hour or? Nope, still in the morning. morning. We're both tired as hell, right? Apparently, yeah. You are. Because this is like us at what, 3 a.m. or something like that. He goes to your fridge to get a beer. Mm. Allow me. Not, I do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> He gets plus one social. That's true. You do get plus one social against him. I, I did say that, didn't I? <laughs> yes, you Damn did. it. You guys are... <laughs> no, hold on. Hold on. Were you going to roll against I have ABC is impressed or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's uh, two. two successes. Uh, yeah, he's impressed. He, awesome. uh, he raises his eyebrow at you, so he's impressed. But you also see in, in the micro nuances, the micro expressions of his face, mm. a very slight tilt of his mouth that shows that he's actually surprised. Mm. And he was intending for the impressed to come through with the eyebrow raise. He was not intending the surprise to come through, but you spotted. Mm. Average. Nice. I, Average. I knew that would that would 
wrinkle you. Mm. Have you thought? Yeah. Why not let the humans do their thing? Do you have any cares? You have no care either way. I have firmly decided both paths and many others many times in the last decade. But I've decided that I'm both too close and too far. That's why I created you. Well, I created you to decide, and I'm content with either decision. Well, we've realized that the vampires are stagnant. Yeah, good word, stagnant. They're just traditional, boring, and dependent. And I don't think that you ever intended for your children to be dependent upon anything. Even you. For you have been around war, right? You have a great deal of killing to do. Yep. Yeah. Can you stomach it? You're doing fine so far. Uh, yeah, that's not a problem. Okay. Is there Show any... me you can stomach it. And I'll give you my last gift. Okay. Kill Aaron and Tirza. If you can kill the prince in his own lair, in the presence of his own sheriff, you will have proven yourselves worthy of my gift and to have the stomach to end the vampire race. So, cool. not going to second guess you, guess you can, but I imagine you wouldn't expect anything else. You want us to take down one prince in one city in one country of this world to prove our worth and do it in front of others. I don't care if others see it. In fact, I suspect you may not live if you're not careful about this. You're already powerful. And I don't think you're powerful enough to take on every Camarilla in the city. But yes, I want you to kill one prince and one sheriff in one city to prove your worth. Okay. All right. Are you ready to go get some more disciplines? Sure. Play some more vampire bingo and then take down the prince and Tirza? Yep. Let's go do it. People call them postmortems, evaluations, appraisals, reviews, retrospectives. We call them lessons learned, and we're sharing ours with you.